When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. The second date update happy endings continue. Just pay very close attention to the second date update. At the end, we'll ask you a question about the date. And if you can get the answer correct, you're going to win $500 in cash. Nikki is our, she's a friend of the show. Welcome, Nikki. Hi. Hi. She's a big fan of the Jeff and Jen morning show, and she knows she can rely on us in a pinch. She would like a second date update with a guy named Shane. Mm -hmm. Shane. Yep. Where'd you meet Shane? I met him at Joseph Best Booksellers. Nice. I was just sitting upstairs reading some biographies on the couch. And, I mean, I wasn't planning on meeting anybody, but he just sat down next to me. And we started talking, and he was really nice and friendly and cute. He had, like, a really nice smile and like a warm eyes and I felt really comfortable with them. We just hit it off and we sat there and we talked for about a half an hour or something and before he left I gave him my business card, told him to call me and a couple days later he called me. We went to lunch. We went to Bronte's Bistro Mm -hmm. and it was really good. I feel really comfortable with him and it was really easy conversation. There weren't awkward pauses or anything. I mean, I felt like I'd known him for a long time, and we really, we I felt like we could talk about anything, and, and we were there for over an hour and a half. So and did you eat a Bronte's because you met at Joseph Best, so it just seemed like the appropriate place to go? <laughs> yeah, it was just easy for both of us. And, at least you know um, where it is. Exactly. You know, I don't know. I just, I thought we got along great, and I was sure that I would hear from him again, and I didn't. I sent him a text you know, the next day, and I just, I never heard another word from him. I don't know what happened. Hmm. Who did most of the talking on your date? Uh, I mean, I guess I talked a little bit more, but I felt like the conversation flowed, and he talked a lot, too, you know? All right. And you can't think of anything that could have possibly gone wrong on the date? I have been racking my brain. I mean, I was comfortable. I felt like he seemed like he was really comfortable and having a good time. And, you know, we were laughing. And, I I mean, it really, it it seemed like it it was great. That's why I'm calling you guys. Like, I, I, I don't. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, then let's do this. We'll take a break. I mean, that's all we can do is is call Shane and get his take on it. Hopefully, he's willing to share with us, and we'll find out what he thought of Nikki meeting her at Joseph Beth, and then their subsequent lunch at Bronte's next with Jeff and Jen on Q102. 
So Nikki met this guy Shane at the bookstore. She was up in the upstairs, like where they had the couches, and she was reading a biography, kind of minding her own business. And she meets bookstore guy. <laughs> bookstore guys are always the nice guys with the warm eyes. They really are. I think it's a requirement for mm-hmm. being a bookstore guy. If you're a reader, man. What was it that initially sparked the conversation between the two of you? I guess he just wanted to talk to me. That's what I'm hoping. I mean, he just sat down on the couch next to me. What biography were you reading? Leonard Nimoy. Oh, well, that's it right <laughs> there. He's a Trekkie. Yep. There He's you like, go. Look, she's reading about Leonard Nimoy. God, this is a new way cool. to pick up dudes. Read Trekkie books. I'm in. <laughs> right. I guess so. So you guys start talking, exchange numbers, you make a date, and you end up going to Bronte's, which happens to be in Joseph Beth Booksellers. Mm-hmm. So they, they return to the yeah. scene of the crime. And that exactly. went incredibly well. Yeah, no, I thought it went great. She has not heard from Shane since that lunch at Bronte's, so this is where we call Shane and try to figure what the deal is, what mm-hmm. his situation is. Was there a hug or a kiss at the end of the night? I don't remember. There was a hug. I mean, it was it was a very nice hug, but it was a romantic hug. I mean, I definitely felt like things were going places. It was a know, warm was hug. hug. All right, let's just call Shane. And see what his response is Mm -hmm. to our query. It just sounds like a date update mystery novel. That's right. (laughs) Query. Mm -hmm. I I always thought it was quarry. (laughs) Our missive. This is Shane. Hi, Shane. This is Jeff and Jen at Q102. Jeff and Jen at Q102. Yes, sir. We are the morning morning show. show? Yes, sir. And Fritch and Tim are also here. And I need to put my phone on silent. I apologize. (laughs) Hi there, Shane. Hi, Shane. What are you guys calling me for? Because it's your lucky day. Yeah. We got a friend in common, my friend. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. And <laughs> you and me, I want to know more. You and us, we both know Nikki, the girl you met at Joseph Beth mm-hmm. and uh, ultimately okay. had lunch with. <laughs> so Nikki likes you. Nikki likes okay. you. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's flattering. She so she dug meeting you at the at the bookstore and mm-hmm. getting to know you a little better at, at Bronte's when you guys hooked up or, or met up. Sorry, met up for lunch. Um, I think she's a little disappointed that she hasn't heard from you. But okay. we do a feature on our show called Second Date Update, and it's it's just kind of a fun goof where if somebody goes on a date and gets blown off. Oh, okay. I'm familiar with familiar. that. You're familiar. Okay. Okay. Can you offer us some insight as to why you've decided not to respond to Nikki? Why I didn't respond to Nikki. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Well, so Nikki is a really nice person, and she is, she is very pretty. 
And you don't like nice people who are pretty. Right. (laughs) They're hard. (laughs) Don't don't get me wrong. I love a a nice, you know, demeanor and uh, and a pretty person. I mean, it was enough for me to approach her in the first place. That and the book she was reading is like common interest. Yeah. Um, She just, when we went out, Mm -hmm. she just came off angry. Angry? Angry. Like how so? Well, like anger management, serious therapy, angry. Wow. Okay. I did not get that from our phone call, but please explain. Well, when we met for lunch, it had only been a couple of days since Brad and Angelina had split, right? (laughs) Okay. It was all over the news, and she was fired up about it. Like, she was saying what a whore Angie is and how she deserves whatever she got. She's a homewrecker, miserable person, on and on and on and on and on. And then all the business with, like, all the kids that they have. She was mad at Angie for dragging the kids into the breakup and how bad she felt for Brad. You know, she's on, like, a first-name basis, apparently, with (laughs) Angie and Brad. You would have thought she was talking about her best friend whose husband had just lost all their money gambling and slept with 20 strippers. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> so that I guess that's kind of weird. I mean, the part that you sort of bristled at was the level of anger or the fact that she's feeling so passionate about a celebrity couple. The level of anger that she was at for this these people that she doesn't even know personally, right? And I, I didn't know if she was serious <laughs> or if she was kidding. I mean, at the time, I just tried to laugh. You know, at everything she was saying, all these ramblings on and on. But yeah. mm-hmm. later, after I left, I was like, God almighty, this girl has got some issues. <laughs> some people are passionate about pop culture. Very much all right. so. so what about that, Nikki? I, I don't I don't really know how, what to say. I mean, he thinks I have issues because I have no respect for people who behave like that slut behaved. I mean, <laughs> no, come on. I, I mean, I worry about people that are so apathetic toward role models. These people are influencing young people. There are just so many things that woman did that are deplorable. And it, it, I don't, he was laughing the whole time. I don't know why, if he didn't agree with me, why did he think it was so funny, you know? Well, he, I mean, it, it, it might have been an uncomfortable laughter. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is very uncomfortable laughter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it is unusual for someone to become so impassioned about Hollywood celebrities that many, well, I mean, I don't they're not, know about that. Well, they're not the first Hollywood <laughs> couple to split up, Nikki. Yeah, well, you know what really bothers me is the way, the whole way their whole relationship evolved. This woman broke up Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt's marriage. Yep. And then forget that never happened and like repackaged herself into this philanthropist who travels all over like this ambassador traveling all over the country like adopting children like she's Jesus or something, you know? Can I, I, mean, can I ask you, Nikki, I have, have you been married before? Did somebody, I, and I'm not mocking you here, right. I'm just, this is a legitimate it's a question. It's a valid question, yeah. Has this happened no. to you on some level? No, I don't know what that, what my life, though, has to do with what this slut did. People can't just forget what she did. Like, right. I, I, I mean, she can't pull the wool over America's eyes. It's ridiculous. Like, Nikki, can I, you remember? Everybody knows, you know, how their marriage began. Understood. Can you remember the last incident the last public incident that happened that made you this angry i i don't feel like i'm that interested in other people in celebrities lives but 
But this you one know, got I mean, to you. You're right. This one got to me. I think I'm feeling what Shane was feeling at the, at the, yeah. at the restaurant. <laughs> she seems fired up, doesn't she? Mm-hmm, a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, I know you're not alone. I know that there are a lot of people that feel the way you feel. I don't know that they're on that on the on the same level of passion that you are, but uh, we know you're not alone. But it evidently made Shane uncomfortable enough that Shane, if I had to guess, you are not looking to go on a second date with Nikki. Is that right? No second date for me. Then right. it is clear. I'm Done. sorry, uh, but Nikki. Now at least we know the reason why. Yeah, and I'm sure you can. I'm sure you will find a man that is as fired up about Brad and Angelina yep. as you are. Well, hopefully everything you know turns out okay with the whole mess, and we right. can all calm down a little bit about it. Shane, yeah. thank you for taking the call, man. Absolutely, guys. Yeah, we appreciate you being a good sport for sure. And Nikki, I have the number of a good therapist if you okay. need. Okay, oh, wow. oh, right. rude. Be nine. Really not called for. Yeah. I... Thank you, Shane. <laughs> hey, thank you, guys. You All right, bye-bye. And, Nikki, if we can ever assist again, please don't hesitate to call. Thank you. Back on with Stacy and Stephanie as the Best Friend Game continues. Welcome back to the studio, Stacy. Thank Yay. you. Yay. <laughs> now, I don't know you, obviously, as well as Stephanie, but I get a sense from her level of confidence that she knows you pretty well. She should. Yeah, yeah there wasn't a lot of hesitation in no, her answers. Awesome. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, there's potential for trouble here if you don't get these right. Yes. We'll see how your answers can. stack up to Stephanie's. <laughs> All right. Let's win okay. some money. Yes, let's yes. do it. If you won the lottery, Stacy, what's the first thing you'd buy? Probably pay off my house and quit my job. Wow! <laughs> right on! That's awesome. That's exactly what she You said. haven't won the lottery, but you got $10 so far. Uh, very nice. We're on the board okay. for my mortgage. Yeah, yes. that's awesome. Stacy, what is your favorite holiday? Oh, Thanksgiving. Boom. I like to stuff my face. <laughs> Just stuff your face. Look at that. All right. That's, tw- that. that's an additional $20. You. I know. Right. Okay, so you got 30 so far. All right. Yeah. So tell us, Stacy, what does Stephanie do that annoys you the most? Probably calls me too much. <laughs> calls you too oh. much. Nope. Oh. Oh. But now you know, Stephanie. Yes. Now you know. <laughs> Stephanie actually says she, she interrupts. I interrupt you when oh, you're yeah. talking. Yeah. She does that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put that on the list. Okay. Yes. Well, when she call, when I mean my call, she like if I don't answer, she calls again and then she calls again and then she calls uh, again. So it's not a matter like she calls too much, but like in the same five repeatedly. minutes. Gotcha. Yeah. So how do you ever know if it's an emergency? You don't. No. She'll yeah. text me. It's yeah. all in a, Everything's an emergency. Facebook. Yeah. There well, you, you need to be on standby at all times. Yeah. yeah. Stacey. You should know that by now. <laughs> okay, right. Stacy. Which household chore do you hate the most? Household chore I hate the most? Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably cleaning and doing dishes. The oh. dishes? Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Nope. Stephanie actually said cleaning the bathroom. Bathrooms. She guessed on that one. Yeah. She wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. have guessed the laundry because a lot of my yeah. friends who are moms say they hate the laundry because it's never ending. You know, right. as soon as you finish one load up, there's another one. Especially yeah. if you have kids. <laughs> nope, I'm right. with her on the bathroom. Let's clean the bathroom. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fifth and final question. Are you ready, Stacy? Yes. What is the name of the person who gave you your first climactic experience? <laughs> her eyes just went wide. Uh-huh. This horrified look on her face. Well, oh my gosh. <laughs> this is bad that you have to think about this. What do you mean this is bad? I have Zip to it. think about it. <laughs> 
Hmm. Or maybe she hasn't had one yet. And oh, to- gosh. <laughs> no, I, have- Doug. I have to tell you that. <laughs> I have to tell you that Stephanie answered this question without hesitation. Without hesitation. Doug. Yes. So that is thirty dollars, which means you walk away with a grand total of sixty bucks, guys. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well done. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Phew, oh. deep breath. I know. I know. Hello. Yeah, yeah. I think I was just more embarrassed about the question, like, oh, <laughs> what? Right. Yeah. Nice. Oh try. my goodness, who's listening right now? <laughs> well, we got three out of five. That's not bad. That's good. You did. That's very good. Yeah. And you were a good sport for answering the question. Yes. <laughs> a question you were. that I'm like not really <laughs> prepared for. Right. I know. We kind of threw you for a loop. <laughs> right. You never know what's gonna happen on the best friend game. No, you no. don't. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you guys. for putting yourselves you. out there you and so coming much. on the Jeff and Jim Morning Show. You were awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And if you and your bestie want to come on in, win some cash, just mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah, because we, uh, we're taping, what, next Friday is the next tape yeah. tape that I we've got? I actually think we have an opening around 1045. Okay, very so cool. If you want to be our 1045. If you'd like to make an appointment, press 1. <laughs> 513-749-2320 one, or email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. We'd love to give you some money and have a little fun with yeah. you. There you have it. The headlines in 60 seconds for Friday, October 7th. 2016. Now it's time for the news that didn't make the news with Jeff and Jen Morning Show right here on Cincinnati's Q102. And uh, if you want a promotion, you can be funny. (laughs) That's what they say. Uh, Is it more fun to be a mom or a dad? Talk about that. And you'll never guess what men are dreaming about the most. Gee, you'll never guess. (laughs) All right. So a new study (laughs) by researchers at Harvard and the University of Pennsylvania found that being funny at work makes people think you are more capable than you really are. Wow, that's good to know. So the best part is you don't have to be that funny for it to work. Telling a mildly amusing joke still has an effect because it takes confidence just to tell it, and your coworkers subconsciously pick up on that. You know, you, do, you to throw... Uh, one-liners out there or to tell a joke or even to be sarcastic, trying to be sarcastic and funny. It does take bravery. Mm-hmm. It really does. Because you, you could flop easily. Yeah. Most I don't know, people do. I don't know how I feel about the telling a joke. Like if someone came up to me and was like, hey, Tim, let me <laughs> let me tell you about this. This this old lady in Killarney. I'll tell, my, I'd be like, okay. If my dad were to tell you a joke, you would love it. Because, yeah, he walks up and he's just like, he starts off and you totally think he's just telling you a story. Yeah. That's okay. Totally if, thinks he's too, yeah. That's how Grover Collins is. Uh-huh. You're like, he'll be like, oh my God. So the other day I was at this bar and yeah. I was, and you're like, oh, it's a story. And then you're like, oh. uh, gotcha. <laughs> I yeah. did get you. So the study had volunteers listen to people tell jokes and then rate how confident and capable each person was. Telling a funny joke that was appropriate for the workplace had the biggest effect because it made the person seem confident and smart. If their joke bombed, it had a negative effect on how capable they seemed, but they still seemed more confident just for telling it. Making sure it's appropriate for the workplace is huge, though. If a joke makes uh, people laugh, uh, it might not hurt you, but if the joke is offensive and it bombs, people will think you're an idiot. Yeah. So, basically, there you go. Well, maybe Starbucks really felt like the avalanche of pumpkin spice products was making people forget that they were the ones who started the whole pumpkin spice latte thing to begin with. So now they're up in the ante. 
They have a brand new pumpkin spice whipped cream. Oh, yeah. That you can get top uh, on top of your pumpkin spice latte or any other drink for that matter. You can make any drink a little pumpkiny spicy with this whipped cream. It's flavored with pumpkin, cinnamon, ginger, clove, and nutmeg. But it's only available this weekend. Oh. So really? you're going to have to get... The, yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? Why are they doing that? I don't know. Because <laughs> they want a big rush to go there <laughs> this up, weekend. Go get that, yeah. Yep. So this weekend is it. All right. Um, a new study out of the University of Minnesota uh, just found out that dads get more of the fun parenting jobs, like playing with the kids. Mm-hmm. And moms have more of the horrible, soul-crushing ones, like cleaning up after them. Researchers, yes. say, <laughs> researchers say that makes moms, quote... Less happy, more stressed, and more fatigued yes. than dads. <laughs> so have a good weekend. Do you ever you hear that you've heard the the term fun dad? Mm-hmm. Is there such a term as fun mom? Absolutely, you're one. I am, but I did. There's no such title. She's a disciplinarian, though, too. Uh, Don't you think? I'm. I'm. Uh, you make him mm, mind a little bit. I. You know. I'm probably. He gets in the car and he says, oops daisies because he had to go to study hall and I laugh. Well, that's sad. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of times I feel like moms are like with the kids and they get them ready and they do stuff all day long and Uh they get them home and they're doing all this and then dad comes in and they're like, ah, and that's why it's like fun dad. Yeah. Because he gets to do the fun stuff. He gets to come in and make chaos. We get to deal. Both parents excel in different things. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. My economic agenda can be sunned up. And, and I think you know what it is. What is my economic? What is it? Jobs! Jobs! I don't have to say it. It's jobs. There's Jimmy Kimmel doing his drunk Trump where they just slow it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always funny. I thought that was him. Stuff. I it thought it was Jimmy like Kimmel him. or, yeah. No, I thought it was Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> oh, it was. They it just was. slow down. Oh. Just slow it I down. thought you were saying it was Jimmy Kimmel pretending to be John- Donald Trump. Mm. No. Gotcha. Too funny. Uh, news that didn't make the news continues. We were going to do the, the dream stuff. The dream. What are, what are we as men? <laughs> me, what am I dreaming about, Jen? Tell me. Do you really want to know? I suppose. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Some random facts for you about dreams. The average American spends just over two hours a night dreaming over a lifetime. That adds up to about six and a half years. The most common dream for men is, yep. A fantasy you style dream. You guessed it. Yep. I don't uh, have a lot of those. Do you, Do you remember all of your dreams? Um, usually when I wake up, I do, but then they fade through. Like I couldn't tell you right mm-hmm. now. But mm-hmm. most of my dreams are wacky, random stuff that happened through the past day or two that all okay. kind of mush together into one thing. You have a collage. It's a collage dream. (laughs) Of everything intertwining. Are the men dreaming about doing it with like their partner, the wife or girl? Anything. Or or just any... Anything. (laughs) (laughs) Or anything. Anyone. Anyone or (laughs) anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they they complete their dreams, too. They do? A lot. Mm-hmm. See, that, I have dreams like that, but I never finish. Like, I'll wake up in the middle, 83% yes. of men. All the way. Yep. And uh, 
It's been a while. Ladies, yeah, will sleep. It's been a while since I've had one of those. All the way through uh, 37% of the Well, women, I find that I wake up and I'm like, get back to bed, please, right now, right now, right now, go to sleep. You Mm -hmm. know, you wake up in the middle. Most common dream for women is being chased. Mm -hmm. 11% of us dream in black and white. Mm. 7% of people experience smells in their sleep, while 6% experience taste. Really? Mm-hmm. Weird. Is that like sleep Weird. eating? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Or if you're dreaming that you're eating. It's weird. You know, do you taste it? The food? Smell the smells? All right, so this is kind of an interesting story. A new survey found couples give each other the cheapest gifts <laughs> seven years into their relationship. Hmm. That would be the end of the this month that's for me. The seven, this is seven year <laughs> itch. Mm-hmm. That's the point where we're really not sure we're happy in the relationship. So why spend too much money on them? Mm, I don't. My, <laughs> before I read the rest of this, my theory would be: Hey, maybe you're you're getting serious and you're trying to save some money, put money down on a house. Or so after seven years, you're starting to get serious. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying this is a possible theory. <laughs> oh, okay. Theory. I, yeah, or maybe you're you know stuck in your ways and you don't. Feel, you're like, oh, sh- she'll be fine with just Mexican mm-hmm. dinner. <laughs> She won't care. There you go. All right. So assuming the mediocre parents don't make you split up, you start spending more on each other from that point on. Oh, well, that's good news that it doesn't remain that way. Yeah. Um, It's just a blip. Nothing compares to your first year together when you give the most expensive gifts. I had a friend. He got his girlfriend at the time for their first anniversary, a cruise. Ooh. Wedding or just dating? Just dating. Oh. Just dating. Wow. And I told him, I was like, dude, you just shot yourself in the foot. Yeah. What are you going to do next year? I've heard Jeff <laughs> say that before, too, when there was a guy that we knew and like he gave his girlfriend a Louis Vuitton handbag and a pair of Tiffany sunglasses. And he was like, you just set the bar. Yes, you did. <laughs> you are in trouble, mister. Uh, the yep. survey also found 33% of people always want to open presents as soon as they get them. 67 sometimes wait because they think it can be rude. And 89% of people say buying presents is stressful. So that guy that bought his girlfriend, the Louis Vuitton and yeah. the Tiffany Glass, is, is he still with her or is They're he married. single? Oh, They're married. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. <laughs> they are. But if he was single, I would pass your number along. I appreciate that. Gotta stay on top of these things, yeah. people. Yeah. All right. And I got to make sure that I don't become a stat. Yes. Do not be a stat, yes. Tim. All right, coming up, we have got a second date update that's going to have a $500 happy ending for you. So you want to pay close attention, especially to the details, answer a question at the end of it all, and win 500 bucks. It's that easy. With Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.